and thank you so much for listening and being here no matter what you're doing right now or where you're tuning in from. We are so happy to have you. My name is Gia Peppers and I'll be hosting this new Made For Me podcast. It's a limited series brought to us by Exo Nicole and Tampax. And here we'll be speaking to and with incredible Gen Z women and more about career relationships and all of the ways that they show up as young women in this world that can not always be the most welcoming to young women. And so here we get to have these real conversations and open up safe spaces. So if you're ready to begin, so am I. Now, the one thing that we all know about the Gen Z girls is that y'all are not afraid to speak up and be fearless and stand in all of your magic. It's that type of fearlessness that makes the Made For Me podcast so special. And we hope that through all these episodes, you feel affirmed in your magic and all that you are. And that most importantly, you get to create more safe spaces where you can talk about wellness and womanhood between you, your girls, your family, your friends, whoever will be able to watch this and really get an open conversation and dialogue to be passed down and passed on through all the peer groups, which I love. We're really going there, y'all. So be prepared to laugh out loud, to feel some joy, maybe even some tears. So get your tissue. And of course, get a pen and a notepad for all the gems. And I'm also excited because we'll be talking to a group of very incredible doctors to talk us through what happens to our bodies every single month. Period health is an important part of the conversations we have as women as we're growing up, as we're becoming who we want to be in the world. From the inside out, it's important that we understand our bodies. So here in this podcast, we're going to take the awkwardness out of the talk. We're going to normalize conversations around wellness, our body, and period health, and so much more. So be prepared, y'all. This is about to be such a fun ride. And I'm so excited that we get to take it together. That's why we've partnered with Tampax, whose mission is to make period conversations as normal as period. For this three-episode series, Exo Nicole and Tampax have invited some incredibly talented powerhouses to talk us through womanhood, wellness, and all the things that they do to make sure that self-care is prioritized in their lives. We've got Coco Jones, who is experiencing this red-hot glow-up, honey. We love her so much. She's going to talk to us today about her career and how she balances it all and more. And then we'll also get to talk to Ebony Davis, who is taking the fashion industry by storm, but also now creating more safe spaces for models and people of color to show up in their fullness. And I'm so excited to get to talk to them. So please make sure you guys stay tuned because the gems are about to be abundant and made for me. The podcast presented by Exo Nicole and Tampax. Our very first guest is a woman whose career is steadily taking off and her star is only shining brighter by the minute. Currently, she stars as Hillary Banks on the hit show Bel Air on Peacock and we're so excited to have her right before she drops her EP. So please help me welcome the incomparable Coco Jones. All right, everyone. So we are here with the incredibly talented, the incredibly gorgeous Miss Coco Jones. And we're going to have an incredible conversation today. And Exo Nicole is all about wellness. And it makes so much sense that we have this conversation with our friends at Tampax, making sure that these type of spaces are created for our women, but especially black girls and black women. And so we're so honored to have you here. Just what a <laughs> what a journey. What a career. I mean. How are you yeah. feeling right now? Like so much has happened in your life in this past year. Yeah. And you know what? I've gotten this question so much in, in the last couple of months that I really feel like I can articulate it perfectly. Um, I think it's like relief. Mm. That's my truth. Because 
Oh my God, the journey. It's like you're climbing up a mountain, and I feel like it's kind of like a um, deja vu. My life right now, yeah. like all this momentum, all these things happening. This all happened to me once before when I was a younger, you know, fourteen year old girl, just shook. So yeah. I feel like that was me on top of this mountain. Like, how did I get up here? Oh my God, I'm so lucky. You know, everything's going crazy. Yeah. It's only up from here. Yeah. But then, like, I fell down that mountain. Hello. You know, and I'm not upset about that. All of that is like the beautiful journey that I needed to be centered. But like the climb back up, it's real. I feel like I'm on top again. And I'm just like, oh, God, yeah, please yeah. don't let me fall again. No. You well, know, and I, and, I, and I love that you say that because I think especially as creatives, we are so used to the grasping and like the struggling to get yes. there yeah. that when you get it, yeah. it is harder to be there because yeah. you're used to being like, oh, my God, please, someone see me, please, yeah. anyone, yeah. anyone. And then when you're finally seen it's like you have to have a whole new mindset of yeah. like acceptance and I am enough to be here. I have earned this space. Like, do you yeah. feel like that's one of the mindsets you're you're getting in right now? Not that I, I, I've earned it and I deserve to be here because I've been I've been felt. Hello, that. I'm like, come on now, y'all tripping, y'all sleep, wake up, coffee. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> you need a shot of espresso. Period. Sleeping on me. <laughs> um, it's more. Okay, how do I how do I take it in instead of being like, what's next? How do I protect myself from, mm. you know what I'm saying? It's like survival now, survival. I don't want I don't want to be anything lesser than this. How do I, you know what I'm saying? And I can't keep that momentum because the world is fickle. You know, mm. the world moves on. It's the it has nothing to do with me. I can't take that personally. Um, but so for me, it's like I do this thing with my five senses, and I'm like, what am I seeing right now? What am I smelling right now? What do I hear? What do I touch? What Ooh. do I taste? Just to be okay with right now. To be fully present in right now instead of striving for what's next. Oh, I love that. That is Therapist such... Therapist I was about to say that. That's giving therapy. Okay. That's giving self-care. I can't take credit for that. Yes, Thank you, that's like, like that sensory... Yeah. Well, like that's that sensory practice to make sure that you are grounded in the exact moment. Yeah. What's your favorite place to do that? Like, is that in your backyard? Like, when? what's your place to get... Um, It's in the studio. Ooh. I mean, oddly enough, because I've been in the studio since I was literally seven years old. So it's like a place of comfort and fun and creativity and acceptance. Because anything I sing there, it's what I sang and it's good. You know, I'm there to be me. There's no script. It's just me. So anytime I'm there, I'm just like, it's so weird. People be thinking I'm crazy. I'd be like looking around and like, I just, I try to like really bask in being there. Because it's been such a consistent in my life. If anything, maybe I won't be able to sing on stage, but I can sing somewhere. You know what I'm saying? There's a studio to be rented out. So mm. for me, it feels like a safe place in a way. I don't mm. know. No, that's, that is beautiful. And you've been singing and on sets and doing all of this since you were a baby. We remember you on the Disney Channel, little Coco, nine years old, just adorable <laughs> and cute. And now you're this young woman who has this presence and the same talent, the same drive, the same gifts. Mm -hmm. But now how did you, like, looking back, how did you balance the social life part of it and the fact that you were an already working talent yeah. at such a young age childhood is different for all of us but how did you balance it then I feel like the balance happened naturally because I wouldn't be booked so mm. I'd go back home and I'd go hang out with my friends and it didn't hurt me mm. because I thought okay like I'm gonna go to school now or okay I got a job I'm gonna do that now it didn't it didn't I didn't associate being booked with my worth yeah. until around 15. But before then, it was just something fun I did, like a hobby or something, like like an activity, you know, like yeah. an extracurricular activity or something. So, you know, I would audition for things. When I would get something, I'd fly out here. I'd do that for like a week and a half, two weeks, maybe a month. Yeah. I'd come back, you know, and my school would work with me. 
my friends, they would miss me. So I could just go back to literal normalcy, literally. Like, you know, Uh, nobody gassing me, nobody pressing me like, oh, my God. They're like, anyway, girl, let's hang out at the bar. And I'm like, let's go. Um, My friends and family be like, you're so, like, bubbly on these sets. Like, how do you? And I'm like, girl, that's the coffee. I don't even know what that is. Okay. Because when I'm home, girl, talking? What do you mean? I don't have it for I you. I don't. I literally have nothing to give you. Nothing to give. And that's okay for the right people. They mm-hmm. they know what I'm saying without me having to say it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We can have fun without me performing. Mm. You know? Yes. But to it's the like a, it's a vibe. It's 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 this element when you're in the industry where you just. It's kind of like for me. I think it's like my natural instinct to like be selling myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like pitching myself. Yeah. You know? But yeah, I think it's like this. Thing that I've done since I was a kid on sets, like you always want them to be like that Coco girl. There's something about her, you know. Yeah. So you're always like, there's something about me, yeah. you know. But the right people, they feel safe, mm. so you don't have to sell yourself. You're sold. They love you. They choose you. I hope y'all tweet that the right people gonna make you feel safe. Okay. Like that. That is such a good thing for all of us to carry, no matter where you are in life. Mm-hmm. The right people. You you can take your wig off, you can take your shoes off, you can take your bra off, and they still gonna be like, "Wow, you're beautiful," Literally, and I love you. Like, All right, little boy, I'll be like, "You're like, yeah." <laughs> and and what about it? Now, oh my God. I gotta ask you because you, tell tell me about the origin story of Little Coco because I before you were a Disney star, before you were a a singer, before you were quote unquote discovered. Mm-hmm. What was life like for you? Where were you? Tell me about the name of your childhood street, your first... Like, tell oh, wow. me about all of Little Coco's life. Little Coco, first of all, she was the opposite of camera shy. Mm. Camera shy. Literally, I have videos of me as a kid, and I wouldn't even... I, like, as a fetus. <laughs> and I'm not even saying words, but I'm singing. I'm like, mm, yes. Like, literally... I'm sorry, what was it? Because mm, y'all okay. heard it. Okay, because that's the I mean, It's it, vocals. <laughs> it was baffling to me. And... I loved attention. I loved, like, my mom would call it feeding the monster. Like, mm-hmm. if anyone was like, okay, go, I'd be like, what was it? <laughs> like, literally, it just hypes me up. So I feel like I was destined to be in front in some way. Yeah. I just always found my way there. Um, I'm the oldest of, I'm one of four. My, my older brother's adopted, but I'm the oldest of my biological siblings. Mm-hmm. And so I always gave, like, mom, I always gave second in command. Yes. You know, and I think these things play into me as a businesswoman now. I'm like, who's not doing what? Yep. You know, what, are you are you benefiting the team? What's up, babes? What's up, babes? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> Do you need to be replaced? <laughs> just, just saying. Just let me I'm know. my ass off. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. I think it was like this combination of also athletics. My dad played football, so I'm always on these fields. Like before, I was a singing girl. I was yeah. a sporty girl. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very much. Yeah. And so, um, I feel like it all like it in this perfect blender made me who I am now. And um, I feel like, and I'm not trying to gas myself, but I do feel like it's like this quality about me that is very captivating, but mm-hmm. not because, not because I don't know how to put that on. You know what I'm saying? Like it's all very much. There. It's all here. Yeah. But it, it came from there. Mm, I love that. I love that. And so you're, you say you, so you used to fly back and forth between here and LA. So where exactly did you grow up? Tennessee. In Tennessee. Yeah. So you a country. Oh, you was okay. really in the country. I was really over there in the country, yeah. but I'm not a country girl. Like, nature is cute, but I'm not trying to reside there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's what houses are for. Exactly. But I will definitely enjoy it and be like, ooh, Christ, yes. But then I'm like, uh oh. 
getting a little it's getting a little mosquito yeah. out here. Yeah. Time to go inside. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. And like animals are cute, but I'm not over here trying to like vibe with y'all. <laughs> Horses, I don't even trust them. They're bigger than me. And I'm like, something's off. Like one kick and I'm done. Yeah. You're done. You're done. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. trust you. But I love a cute little dog. I do love a dog. I, I mean, they're, I they are dog. the greatest of us, yes. the greatest among us. And and speaking of <laughs> being the greatest, I have to take you. We have to come right here to this moment because we went to baby Coco. Mm-hmm. And then the we we are now in the Coco era where you just starred in the the iconic remake of The Fresh Prince of, of Bel-Air, which mm. is so wild because you brought back Hillary Banks in a way that was so endearing and so real. Like, I felt like, I, not only did I know you as Hillary, like I could be your friend as Hillary. Mm-hmm. For a long time, the original Hillary, don't get me wrong, she was that girl. That like girl. the it period. girl, period. Hello. But I was like, I don't think I can be her friend. Mm-hmm. When I saw you play her, mm-hmm. one, as this chocolate girl who was stunning and taking up all of the confidence in the space, honey. Mm-hmm. But then as this girl who was like, I, I'm searching. I don't have it all together. I'm going to try different things. Like, that's so incredible. So is that what you wanted to bring to the to the second iteration of Hillary Banks? When you got that call in that role, what, what was your intention when you said, okay, I am going to take this on and say yes? I think... It really goes back to our creator and director, Morgan Cooper, because mm-hmm. I did my audition very much giving OG Hillary. Mm-hmm. I was trying to be, like, strategic. I'm like, all right, I don't even look like this, but I know what y'all want. Like, I can do it, too, yeah. you know? And um, he was like, no, mm. it's not that, babes. And so we had a conversation, and basically he kind of he took the box off of me that I had placed on myself. Mm. And he was like, I already know about you. Like, I've already looked into you. I want you to be you. Mm. That's what I'm looking for. And um, so I really kind of removed all the preconceived ideas of what I thought they wanted. I thought casting, L.A. casting was looking for. And I just did me. Now, of course, Hillary is like an upper echelon type girl. Oh. You know, she don't come from the gutter, but she's trying to attain something that everyone's trying to attain, which is why I feel like she's so relatable. She's just trying to get acknowledgement for the talent that she actually has. She's really a chef girl. She'd really be cooking down. Yeah. You know? And so for her, it's like, I deserve to be at this table. Why can't y'all find a seat for me? You know? Mm. And everyone can feel that. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's what naturally makes her such a, like, relatable, down-to-earth type of girl is that she's just trying to find her way in. Mm. And sometimes you get a little off-center trying to find your way in. Sometimes you listen to what people tell you will get you in. But eventually you do get where you need to be. It's just... It takes longer or it doesn't work the way you you, you thought it would. Man, look, whew, the way you thought. Let me tell you about the plans that I have for myself. I'm like, oh, yeah, by 30, <laughs> I was going to be like Joan and girlfriends and have a house. And <laughs> First of all, Joan's house is her grandmother's. When rewatching the show now, I'll be like, oh, mm. oh, so she inherited that wealth. Copy. Yikes. I'm not behind, you know, but I think that that's such a beautiful point of view and perspective that that Morgan was able to bring out too yeah. is like you're searching all of us are searching and and trying to find how to be the best versions yeah. of ourselves and i think yeah. that's so beautiful mm-hmm. you did beautiful i just it's just you. also the fashions the hair the, 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 now look, look they had me eating down every, every look, look okay? i said oh every time every i was like oh, moment that's was a moment did you keep anything? You know they don't let me keep anything. I tried. I tried to what steal off with some earrings. They were like, Coco, babes. Bring those back, babes. I was like, on the way. Season two, though? <laughs> Please. <laughs> I mean, at this point, give me the old looks. You know Hillary don't repeat. Oh, my gosh. Give me the old looks. Can you imagine? I would be eating down. Okay. I, yep. Season two. Whoever's listening, we want old Hillary Banks looks. Now, I have to ask you about <laughs> the pressure of that because... Uh-huh. 
so many people looked at this show like re- reboots never succeed, especially mm-hmm. in television. Mm-hmm. So many people were like, "Ooh, we're afraid of of, of like kind of getting this 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 new version that doesn't look anything like it." Like yeah. people were afraid of that. Mm-hmm. Not only did y'all knock it out of the park. You were able to bring real reality to it. And so I have to ask you, did you feel pressure stepping into it? And then how did you deal with the pressure of being this iconic woman? I mean, for me, point blank period, when I get in a door, I don't care what nobody got to say. I'm in there. So I'm going to live my life. You know what I'm saying? Because the world is going to be the world. And I've already learned I can't please the world. But regarding me and mine's, I'm going to be focused on what I'm doing. And, and and if I'm there, I'm there. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I'm not really worried about what people are going to say. However, for the show, I was nervous that black people wouldn't like it. Ooh. That was scary to me because I'm like, we're literally making this for us. So if us don't mess with it, who's watching this? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Why did you feel that way? I mean, it's just like, we're a tough crowd. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, well, 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 yes. I mean, we really are. <laughs> and if it's like one people be like, hey, yo, that's corny. Then next thing you know, everybody's like, yeah, that is corny. And I'm like, wait, watch episode two, please. Please open your mind. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I mean, I just know us. And, I, and I'm not mad at that because once we do, once you do get that approval, Wow, you get some diehards. You know what I'm saying? The culture yeah. comes with you wherever you go. That's so true. So I was like, it can be only one. So that's what I was holding my breath about. Um, and everyone loves, yeah. you know, the Fresh Prince. Like, they love it. That was that was home for some people. That was, you know, um, healthy marriage for some people. Yes. That was That's so crucial, that representation. Yeah. So you don't want to mess with what people love, especially us. Yep. So I was nervous about that. Um, and it was just like a huge sigh of relief when we got the love. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I was like, hey, we might be here a while. Yeah. We might have done something. Yeah. The whole, it's wild to me because I remember watching episode one and being like, how is everyone beautiful? Like, even Jeffrey's fine. Like, what? Why is everyone (laughs) so fine? And what part of LA do I need to go to to find the fine black families that look like this? I'm crying. But... You are all beautiful. And my favorite part is watching, like, y'all behind the scenes. And, like, because y'all are real good at TikTok. That's not my ministry. But <laughs> <laughs> it's not. We're going to work on it. Um, But I loved watching how all of y'all are so multi-talented. Like, like, did Morgan do that on purpose, too? Like, are you just all, like, we could, like, is there a, a collaboration soundtrack coming? Like, what's going on I'm there? crying. No, when I tell you, when they call cut, it gives 18-part harmony. <laughs> Every every time, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Th- that could not have been planned. Because I was like, what? wait, what? I mean, literally, Jabari plays piano down, giving me Beethoven. I seen like, it on your page. I it's said, crazy. get out of here. It's crazy. So I feel like that was kind of just like what unraveled. Mm. Like you know, when you're spending 18 hours a day with people, you're gonna find out pretty much everything about them. And so, like with time, I'd be like, you are you si- so we sing okay, and you with that harmony, so we all sing. So we all dance and we all, it's crazy. I mean, I think that's just something about black people. We we ain't ever been one thing. We're, ever. we're very much multi-talented because I feel like you kind of have to be. Yeah. You know, you got to be like three times more just Hello. to get that one time of credit. Hmm. So maybe that's just a us thing, hmm. but it was a pleasant surprise. And LOL to us being beautiful. I mean, it really does give black excellence. It really does. It really serves that. And I, and I was like, black excellence doesn't like, 
<laughs> Uncle Phil was was our 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 pudgy dad. You feel me? Like Uncle I Phil came back you. with a with a six pack. That's crazy. I was not expecting. Now, I that. feel like people that one was hard for people because I was like it was a hard pill for people to swallow. Uncle Phil is fine now. I know people was like, um, I wanted dad, not daddy. That I was like, it was very oops. much giving zaddy. But you know what? I think that's incredible. <laughs> okay, so let's get into the Coco Jones music yes. because we have a new song called Caliber out right now, which is such a good song. We love the vocals. We love it. So tell me about how this song came together and what we can expect from your new EP. Yes. Um. So with Caliber, I heard the song and I was like, ooh, this is like some sexy, cute moments. Mm-hmm. But I want to talk my stuff. Yep. I want to say something that means anything, you know? So um, a lot of my songs start with just conversations. Like, with the people helping me write, um, Rockette and Little Eddie helped me write this one. And we were just talking, and I was like, these dudes, they just aren't coming with the right energy. And I'm not, mm. I'm not trying to like, you know, talk down to anybody. Right. I just feel like, what are you doing? Yeah. What what are you what are you bringing here? You know what I'm saying? Um, and so we were looking at synonyms, I think, like level, like energy, effort, and then caliber, it just popped up. Miss Google. And I was like, and that's and that's the start of the song. It really just like poured out after that. And what I'm saying in Caliber isn't like cash me out. You know what I'm saying? It's none of that. It's like grow me, mm. feed into Teach me, me. teach me, pour into, level me, me up. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Educate me, elevate me, because that's what I'm gonna do for you. Mm. That's what I do with my friends. We we're not we don't just take. We give. We give. Yes. And we're transparent. Like hey. Man, I, I needed some help, and it was giving you weren't really listening. Mm. It was giving you were too busy, but I needed you. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. we're honest. And, you know, we take that constructive criticism, and then we keep going. Yep. So I'm like, if this is what I can do with my girls, you're not going to come here and just be cute. Nope. You're not going to just be fine. Nope. I'm going to need more, you know? I love that. So that's really what I'm saying with Caliber. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you're not going to come correct, don't come at all, babes. Wow. We please everyone. Thank you, all men. Thank you. Period. <laughs> Pooh. And I think what's so great about that song is that it it, it demands that, mm-hmm. and not in a way like you said. That's not. It's not talking down. Mm-hmm. It's just like this is my standard, and this is what I need. And like you said, you're gonna pour that back, which I think yeah. is also really important. Is that what you? Now this is like you know, this is conveying a lot about you as an artist. Mm-hmm. So what do you hope it says? Because they always say that first movie, that first song. Like, I know Love and Basketball was Sanai's first movie, but it was also uh, Gina Prince-Bythewood's first movie. And she was like, I wanted that to be my runway to my career. Like, mm-hmm. this is the type of story that I'm used to, that I want to tell. Mm-hmm. Is Caliber, what do you hope it conveys about you uh, as an artist? I hope it conveys a couple things. Like, charismatic mm-hmm. and fun and flirty, um, but also self-love. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to always think I'm that girl. I'm always going to speak that about myself. You know what I'm saying? It's never going to give when you listen to me like now there's heartbreak, but it's never going to give, I think, lesser of myself. You know Mm. what I'm saying? If anything, you'll listen to the lyrics and be like, is this giving affirmations? And yes, it will. You know what I'm saying? Because I just feel like sometimes I'll be singing songs and I'll be like, what did I just say? (laughs) Hold on. You know, so I'm like, wait, (laughs) I want to make sure that like when you are singing my songs, you're you're not talking down about life or yourself. And even if I do have a heartbreak song, which those will be on the, the EP, because a girl can sing. It's going to give ballad. You yeah. Know what I'm there will be some chills. Yes. Okay. I can't wait. Running down your spine. But um, <laughs> it'll, it won't be about I'm permanently here. It'll always be like I'm going somewhere greater. I just You just don't. You can't come with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I love that. I love that. And speaking of affirmations, 
I love affirmations. I think everyone loves yes, affirmations. Yes. What are some that you say to yourself, especially Ooh. right now in this little transformation period I that we're going giving? I to tell you. Yes, right open up. Now. We're getting right into the now. phone, people. We're getting into the phone. Because I have this app called I Am. Ooh. And OMG, you you can add your own affirmations. There's categories for them. You get reminders. They pop up. Babe, speak life. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. I'll have to check that out. Elevating my my life. Yeah. Um, So I say things like, um, God can change things in a second. I'm not going to worry about the how. Like this, these are my own personal ones. Um, Thank you, God, for always guiding my steps better than I ever could. I trust you completely. I'm conscious of all the media I'm putting into my spirit. Mm. The relationships mm. God have for me, God has for me, come with peace. Like, you know, that's just a couple. That's just that a couple. was three bangers, that's though. That's just a couple. Like, you know that was saying? a banger, though. Dipping the the toe. That's just dipping the toe. That, are God, from, has that God has for me are coming with peace. peace. Then you said, I am conscious about the media. Come on. Wow, a girl after my own affirmations. Like, what do you know? I just love that, and I'm gonna have, I'm gonna get that I am app. Okay, <laughs> it eats down. You can you can change the background. It's I really rep her. I yes. really rep her. And that's on the call is all about those affirmations, honey. And okay. so I want to ask you this one because I think it's really important. We did kind of touch on it at the beginning where you talked about how you felt in those times where the the balance came in the the not so much booked times because mm-hmm. you were able to look back and be like, oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I can chill right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, how did you talk yourself through those moments when you were in the middle or on the way to new things, but it just felt like things weren't happening when you needed them Ugh, as you needed them? Lord. Um, honestly, I did not. I didn't get really good at this until um, probably March mm. of last year. And that's right. This was not a quick learn. This was a hard learn for me because I always thought I'm so competitive and I'm like okay what's what's wrong why, why isn't it you it's everyone else that was around you we all started the same place why is it not you something's wrong with you mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so I had to like change you know what it was crazy too I wouldn't say anything but I wouldn't I would hear things in my mind I, w- I wouldn't correct them I wouldn't go against yes. them I would just hear them in my mind and be like mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah. I would hear these limiting beliefs and um, I think that's a problem, like, to not be conscious of what those those lies are, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And be like, hey, 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 that's not my truth. I don't accept. You know what okay. I'm saying? So for a while, I didn't say anything. Yeah. I just was quiet and scared. Mm. But I wouldn't I wouldn't give up because um, I was scared of doing that, too. Yep. So I was scared and scared. Yep. Scared to say anything. Scared to believe. Scared to pray for it. Scared to want it. Yeah. Scared to leave. Mm. Scared to give up. Scared I, to start I over. Ooh, I so, okay, the way I was just giving still. <laughs> um, but you, you wouldn't know that because I was making music. Yeah. I was posting things, you know. I was out. I was partying, giving still. 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 Still and that. scared. Um, it was only after, I don't even know what, what the epiphany was. I think I was just tired of doing the same thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And um, I would always like, it would always be like, okay, I'm about to give up. Now I'm really about to give up. Something will happen. And I just can't give up now. Something happened. Something amazing. Yeah. Something crazy. And I'm just like, okay, I guess I'm not. You know? I don't know. Um, I think I just started to... Oh, you know what did happen? This was crazy. I don't know why I did this. I literally moved to a more expensive place. Okay. Nothing had really changed. Except um, my my page was getting a lot more viral. My mm. TikToks were popping off. Um, and I had made that YouTube video about what happened, my journey, and all of that, like, there was traction behind me again. And I was like, I can't keep 
like watching God be like, you're not done. But really, I think when that momentum happened, I was like, let this be the last time that I doubt. Let me just start living like I believe that God can do anything. You know what I'm saying? And then my life reflected that with time, with time, with time. Yeah. No, because people don't realize it's not an overnight journey. And I think that's one of the things that we love as social media, but it's hard to for people to realize that like a post takes two seconds. Okay. It's giving highlight real babes. babes. It's not giving documentary. Yes. Okay. For, we unfortunately do have to wrap, so I do have to ask you one last question. Okay. I'm gonna have you back though. I'm gonna figure out because I got ooh, you was giving gems and I'm <laughs> I need more convo with Coco Jones. Period. Oh, that's a show. Convo with Coco, Coco Jones. Jones. Anyway, um so you know, we, we talk a lot about wellness and we talked a lot about like mental health yep. and tapping into ourselves. So how do you take care of yourself when you're not feeling your best mm-hmm. and you still need to show up? Mm-hmm. Because I think what people don't understand about being a creative is it doesn't matter if you have a million things going on that day and you don't feel OK. If, if you don't show up as your best self, that's the difference between you and a gig, mm-hmm. you and a yes that could change your life, mm-hmm. you and all the different things that are in front of you. And so when you aren't showing up and, you know, we once a month have literal hormones that be like, hey, you suck. Like all those right, different right, things come up right. and you're like, wait, I thought I was OK. <laughs> I don't understand. So like especially around that time of the month where we're all emotional about mm-hmm. so many things. Mm-hmm. And our bodies are literally there, like, creating all these hormones mm-hmm. like that, that sometimes throw us off emotionally. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with that as this woman that is expected at this point now to be the star, mm-hmm. Coco Jones? You know what? I don't know if this is good or bad, but I kind of just, I, I kind of put my emotions in, like, a leftovers container. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm going to put this in the freezer and have a good old cry when I get home. Yes. But right now, not the time, babes. Yeah. Not the time. Because I don't feel like, I don't feel like it's appropriate Mm. i mean there's people depending on me there's people that show up to do their job based on how well i do my job so what am i gonna do break down Mm. like that's just not the option i i really just give suppress for Mm. now and then um schedule my cry yeah schedule my cry and then also for me i try to like center myself in what's good okay this isn't work like for example i had a a music video shoot that was just giving chaos it wasn't what i thought it was going to be and this is my project like this is important to me my I, my wardrobe, we didn't have a fitting. And I I didn't even, I couldn't even think that we didn't have a fitting because I was thinking about too many things. So we're trying on these clothes and they're, they're not looking good. I don't like what I'm wearing. But I'm like, what are your options, babes? Mm. We're definitely going to cry about this later. But right now, what do you feel the most confident in? What what can we do right now? You know what I'm saying? What, what are the real options? What's realistic? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because there's a set here waiting on me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I find a way to just channel positivity and I will get to that cry when I when I have the appropriate setting to get to that cry. Mm-hmm. And then also, I, I set up like a really good, like, when this is all done thing. When this is done, we're going to get some ramen. We're going to watch The Office. It's going to be great, babes. Me talking to me. Yes. I'm me like, to me, me combos to me. are me so me. important. Hello. And I love that. And, and I love that you're honest about taking that time and saying, you know what? Even if right now I cannot cry, mm-hmm. I will give myself this moment to feel oh, emotional because yeah. you have to feel the feelings. And yeah. for anybody who is out there watching, and this will be the last question because I think it's important to get this. For anyone who is watching is in a bad pl- space right now because we see it all the time. People are not doing okay, especially mm-hmm. post-pandemic. Mm-hmm. They're dealing with a lot of emotions, a lot of mental health issues and things that are just real. So for anyone who might be looking to you as this this source of inspiration, what would you say to any girl who might be feeling super overwhelmed right now and just... In their dark place, what would you give them as a piece of inspiration? 
Um, my therapist taught me this, and it's about like accepting the seasons. Mm. Weather can never be the same. That's just not how the world works. You know what I'm saying? It can never rain all day, every day. Like we'd flood. That's just not how the world works. So maybe you're in a season, but the weather always has to change. What can you be learning? What can you be doing in this season? Because it's definitely not going to change if you're not figuring out what lesson you need to have in this season. You know what I'm saying? So really, the goal is to figure out how to get out of it. Yeah. What what what's what do you need to learn? What's not clicking yet? Because sometimes the seasons are for growth. Think about a plant. If it never rained, the plant's not growing. Wow. But nobody likes the rain. It's not giving. Some people love it, though. Some people find a way to be happy in the rain. So what are you doing in the rain? Mm. Are you just standing there? There's a, There's a way out of it. The cloud will pass over. Yeah. The cloud will pass over. Well, I will never get over you. I'm even more <laughs> obsessed with you, Coco Jones. And I'm just so proud of you. Continue you. to show up. I can't wait to do this in a couple years. And you'll be like, yes, I'm an EGOT. Um, because I just see it for you. Amen. I really, really, really do. And I'm so proud of you. Thank, Thank you, you so much for being here today Thank and dropping all those gems. Thank you for having me. I loved it. <laughs> I told y'all, y'all would fall in love even more with the incredible Coco Jones. I am so happy for her. Be sure to follow her at Coco Jones on Instagram to keep up with all of her projects and her music drops. Now, I am so thrilled that we have one episode down. We've got two more to go. And we've got to thank Exo Nicole and Tampax for bringing these incredible conversations to life. The next episode will be featuring the super talented, super gorgeous Ebony Davis. We all know her as a model, but most importantly, she's an expert at creating safe spaces. And that's why episode two is going to be called Safe Space. It's going to be about creating community, setting boundaries, and showing up as who you really want to be. So be sure to stay tuned for when that drops. We cannot wait to have you back. Thank you again to Exo Nicole and Tampax for this episode of the Made For Me podcast. I'm Gia Peppers, and I'll see you next time.